The Con Guy Show, the official program of theconguy.com, is heard on the We Be Geeks Collective and on Sci-Fi.Radio. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Star Trek is a vision. Great storytelling. My favorite TV show of all time. I really love it and it's so much fun. Join our crew aboard Earth Station Trek for your regular podcast escape into the Trekverse. Make let's it so. Let's see what's out there. What? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought we all agreed to say make it so. No, let's go, it's fun. But make it so is iconic. It's classic. It's too iconic. So we're all going to do make it so? No. <laughs> We're the Con Guys, and this is the Con Guy Show, coming to you straight from the nerdy heart of Hollywood, California. And this is Jim with theconguy.com. She's been here with theconguy.com. Katie here, aka the Con Girl. Zordon did not want five teenagers with attitude. My name is Derek Sam. I'm Danae Sams, and that's my brother. We are your home for news opinions, and interviews from the world of Comic-Cons and fandoms, your ultimate insiders for all things Welcome to the Con Guy Show. My name is Jim. I am one of the Con Guys. <laughs> you sure about that? My name I, is Jim? Question mark. It's crazy. I'm going without a script tonight, guys. Without a script! No. Like we are ever really scripted. All I know is my mom says that when she watches the show, my head is always covered up by, she goes, Your that head. eyeball thing. I'm like, Mom, that's the one viewer we have. Oh, we got two. So <laughs> I'm not going to knock it. Anyway, anyway, everybody, welcome to the Con Guy Show this week. We got a lot coming to you. Um, my name is Jim. You can find me at James D. Fry on Instagram. But who else do we have with us tonight up here with me? Oh, wow. We're, do we're doing Instagrams at the beginning. Things okay. are changing. She's been here with uh, the con guy and my socials there at cheese on couch. This is what happens when you go off script. Sorry. Yeah. Katie. And open wine bottles like on the show. I know. Uh, it's me, bad Katie, influence. Uh, Katie underscore Christine, uh, the solo con girl tonight, the OG con girl, um, <laughs> bringing in the female representation today. Uh, and I told Ben I was going to make a joke and put Katie, Christine, the con girl, and then put Taylor's version for anybody who's following what's going on in the world right now. But it would have looked really like the whole screen would have been filled. So, you know, it is what it is. So. Is that new lighting? No, what? it just changes colors. Okay. Looks nice. Yeah. Yeah. I Katie can just change nice the color. Lighting. And it's red because red, Taylor's version came out. Mm -hmm. So, you know. There you go. Right. Can you tell me what you're talking about? Taylor Swift. So it's just Taylor Swift stuff. It was just a joke. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ben. All right. Hey, everybody. It's me, old buddy Ben, with uh, with the con guy with that hashtag show.com, which is uh, our host network. And again, thank you so much to everybody over at THS. Of course, brought to you by our main sponsor, Neft Vodka, reminding you to please drink responsibly, as well as toink.com. I was just on toink.com today because uh my wife and i uh got a new dog we still have the old dog the old dog is still very old but we got a new dog who is very new 
And uh, so I was looking up stuff and they've got a bunch of dog stuff on toink.com, including Mandalorian dog stuff, dog toys, oh. leashes, harnesses, collars, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so that was cool. So go check that out. Uh, and I'm super stoked to be here. You can find me on social media at B-E-N-K-L-I-E-W-E-R. Uh, also look at the hashtag BK421 because I use that in as many of my posts as I remember. Um, blood good! Bad <laughs> blood good, everyone. What, what a name. What a name. What blood name. good. That's why I have to yell it every time she logs in. Um, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I was going to say something else. Now I can't remember. Anyway, Twitter and Instagram, that's what I do. I think I, I've got a Facebook page that's like my my personality Facebook page. It's separate from my personal one. And you know, does anybody use those anymore? I don't, I don't know. Actors. Actors do. But you have like I mean, a I have cool... a second Instagram too, and I don't really use it either. And so. we can talk about it towards the, later on. But you have a cool event. Wait, did, did it pass already? No, it's this coming weekend. Yeah, uh, that's so, so cool. My production company, Jasmine Street Films, we are starting our live event wing of our company uh, this weekend. Uh, the, so our live event planning wing is called JSF Presents. And so this weekend, we're starting with our very first live event. It's called JSF Presents Backyard Shenanigans. Uh, it is actually at my home in our backyard. It is an indie stand-up comedy show. Uh, and so, uh, you can, uh, reach out, uh, you can, you can hit me up, actually hit me up on social media, uh, uh, on Instagram or Twitter for details. If you are living in the Los Angeles area, or you will be here on Saturday, November 20th. Um, it is, uh, $10 cash or Venmo at the door. An extra $5, uh, gets you a wristband. Uh, the wristband gets you access to our open bar. Uh, which will be tended by Barmaster Derek, uh, not Derek from the show, a different Derek. Because he would make uh, the worst drinks possible yeah. if it was that Derek. I just want you to know. Not con guy Derek. This is a, a different Derek, and he uh, he runs a company called Ello and Ollie uh, that is a cocktail company, and he makes incredible cocktails. Uh, we are having uh, six comedians go up, um, let me pull up all the names because yeah. I, I'm going to inevitably, I'm going to forget somebody and that would suck. I know one of them. Me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who you were going to say. Yeah. Um, and while you're pulling that up, I'm going to plug in my microphone. Can you guys tell me if my, if I have destroyed all possibility? Can you still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you. Good, good, good. Let me see if it's on. Yes, it is. Okay, so Backyard Shenanigans is a night of comedy and burlesque. Uh, we will be having six comics going up. Alex Ramirez, Jessica Rosas, uh, Daniel Zambrano, Josue Hernandez, Jen Sturger, and myself. We will also have two, count them, two burlesque acts by the incomparable burlesque uh, performer Gwen Ruby. Um, and an opening, uh, a bit of opening music uh, by Nick Jail. Uh, and uh, again, it is $10 cash or Venmo at the door. Another $5 with a valid ID gets you a wristband, which gets you access to our open bar. Vaccination status will be confirmed at the door. Doors are at 7. Uh, show starts, I mean, live music is at 7.15. Show will start around 7.35-ish, and then it'll go until uh, late. So it should be a good time. Again, hit me up on social media, at B-E-N-K-L-I-E-W-E-R, Twitter and Instagram. If you're going to be in the LA area, you're interested 
in coming to the show because I'm not going to announce my address on the con guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy enough. Uh, but it should be a fun show. It should be it should be a good time. And uh, yeah, looking forward to it. We have a great show tonight. I know Ben has some stuff. Hashtag wise to talk to us about L.A. Comic Con. Katie, I can't wait to hear about your weekend um, surprise movie screening, which I'm going to ask you about here in a second. That kind of rolls up into one of the things we're going to talk about. But this is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit about um, Disney Plus had their big disney plus day this past week and they made a lot of announcements they had a lot of stuff came out a lot of previews came out we'll just kind of briefly go over that because wow there's a lot of stuff happening um after that we of course are jumping into what is left up what is left this sounds <laughs> we're gonna jump into a little bit of san diego comic-con special edition or comic-con special special edition and talk about there are a number of things happening away from the convention center which is kind of cool off sites and parties and weirds crazy stuff then of course the bulk of our show we're going to talk about la comic-con which is coming up exactly two weeks after san diego comic-con special event so crazy they're so close together and um, of course that hashtag show is the official media sponsor we're really excited about that ben's going to tell us about that once we get there but first it's a tale of two cities la and san diego it was the best of times it was the worst of times and then here's how it goes. It was the best of times, the worst of times, the age of wisdom, the age of foolishness, blah, 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 blah. It was the epic of inc incredulity. It was the season of light, a season of darkness, the spring of hope. It was the winter of despair. Is that where we're at, guys? We are about to enter our season of hope because the two biggest conventions on the West Coast seem to be trying their best to have in-person events this year. One of them is Thanksgiving weekend. That's a Comic-Con special edition. Two weeks later, two cities, one two week. weeks. One week. One week. They're one week apart. Boy, yeah. Jim can't count at all at all yeah, the social media I put weekend, out tonight. Cause, yeah, because next weekend many, is Jim. special this edition. Many. And then the week after that is LA Comic-Con. Wow, they're so close. It's Very so close. close. And um, I got to tell you, LA Comic-Con is bringing it this year. They, I, I'm so impressed with their lineup but we'll get to that in just a second first there is let me see let me switch back over here ben kind of filled this in last week on the the poster that dropped for spider-man no way home but did you guys hear the big announcement yeah came out today yeah what is it katie uh the official the final trailer drops tomorrow yes, um, and they're right. actually having a like a, scre a screening of it in theaters yep. Uh, with fans. Uh, I saw it on Twitter. I wanted to enter. I unfortunately have other plans tomorrow night. Or Otherwise, you can bet I would have tried to get into that screening and got in that little bit of Comic-Con type feel and vibe where you're the first to see the trailer. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, I am so excited about this movie, but I also don't need to know anything else about it. Like, I just want to be surprised at this point, if that makes sense. I don't want the whole movie or more to be spoiled i just if that makes any sense at all like obviously i have my my, ho my hopes and dreams but i also know that marvel likes to be like eh. yeah uh, a, like uh, dr strange is in it i don't want to spoil anything but dr strange also, is in Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I know what all right but also do we really that, like i like also feel like marvel to be smart would be like let's film a couple different things so even tom holland doesn't know how the movie ends um yeah. 
but I think that's you know. probably what they did. <laughs> yeah. Like, he doesn't so know. The deal. He he knows. Have you seen the whole campaign of Tom Holland trying to convince everybody? I promise so-and-so and so-and-so are not in this movie. The other two Spider-Men from one from the Sam Raimi universe. Um, well, they've been we asking not, Andrew Garfield, too. Because I, I'm just forgetting their names, right? Tony <laughs> McGuire McGuire and Andrew Garfield. Garfield. That's right. That's right. But I haven't Andrew, Garfield, drink, guys. Andrew Garfield is on a press tour for some of his other projects that are going on, too. And so people keep trying to ask him about it. And he's like, What's I he don't saying? know what you're talking about. He's like, I, 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 no, I'm not in the movie. Really? What did Tobey Maguire say? I don't know. I haven't seen anything about How old is Tobey Maguire now? He's almost my age, right? <laughs> he lives under the ocean somewhere in a mysterious anyway, bubble. I Jim, love it. I should love do it. Tale of Two Spider-Mans. It's the Tale of Two spider If they're both in, it'll be the Tale of Three Spider-Men, I guess. But um, it's I just love the way that uh, Tom Holland, he has to try to convince his fans that he's telling the truth because nobody believes him because he's so bad at this stuff. <laughs> Anyways, that is tomorrow. We'll, uh, we'll we'll have some reactions to that. But there's also something else that happened last week that's huge. Disney Plus Day. And I don't know. It got some good reviews from some. Some people were like, ah, is that it? But I'm going to go through a list of some of the stuff that came out. You guys tell me what you think about this. If something, uh, something that you're going to grab on and watch, let me know. So on Disney Plus Day, they announced the Spiderwick Chronicles. Do you guys know anything about that? It's a book series. Yeah, it's a book series. It used to be movies too. Do you know about this book series, Katie? I I've heard of it. I just haven't actually read it. It's another one of those young adult, you know, AKA Harry Potter type stuff. All right, they made another movie a while ago, didn't they? Say that. I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. What's that, Luke? Nothing to do with Spider-Man. Oh, the Spider-Man Chronicles. Oh, they're they're going to confuse us. Chronicles. What about Baymax? Dude, I am here for Baymax. Yeah. I didn't even hear about I this. I love Baymax. A Baymax series, which is very cool. I mean, they already had like the 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 series, but it was like 2D animation, right? So this could be the right. 3D and right. So this could be cool. And we've all seen the trailer for Hawkeye, the Christmas, the new uh I, I'm weird. I am like more excited about Hawkeye than I think most people are. Like some people were excited about Loki. Somewhere about Falcon and Ocean. I've been waiting for Hawkeye's moment, like waiting, because he's the only OG Avenger that didn't get a movie. <laughs> so like, I'm just before, like, damn, they didn't even kill him off before they let him have it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Be so, careful what you wish. This might be his uh, kill off moment. You never know. But yeah, I, I'm I'm super excited, super excited for that. I like the feel of this one. It feels like a um, Shane Black movie. Like Luke, you keep on talking about that, right? Yeah, like totally with the trailer and stuff, kind of like the whole buddy thing and the Christmas and the banter, you know, it feels mm -hmm. a lot kind of like a Shane Black kind of comedy and timing kind of, he did Iron Man 3 as well, which had a little of the Shane yeah. Black kind of thing, especially towards the end. Mm -hmm. So this next couple, like we actually did get some footage, the very first footage we saw from Moon Knight, Moon Knight, which uh, it's a, we got the first look at Moon Knight, a new globetrotting action adventure series starring Oscar Isaac as a complex vigilante who has multiple personalities and some of those personalities have superpowers and they're fighting the ancient gods of Egypt. That's a bizarre, bizarre setting, but straight from the, the brilliant minds of Marvel is this also stars um Vera Farmiga, one of my favorite all-time actresses. And she's going to be in this series. Oh, so so I'm good. really excited about this. I haven't, I haven't seen that. I'm going to have to check that out. 
Yeah, it's I got some anything. footage that was released. There's I love yeah, there's a little Egyptian bit of footage. Gods and all that. I love very that. little, very little, yeah. Um, yeah, no, Moon Knight is, I admit, it's a character I don't know a lot about. Of course, when I heard that they were going to do a Disney Plus series about it, I was like, okay, I should probably read a little bit about it. But yeah, I mean, it, basically what you said, Jim, he's got multiple personalities. Uh, there's Egyptian gods involved. And I'm like, okay, I'm down. He was, yeah. uh, the thing is, I was reading a lot of stuff online where it's like, clearly this is one of those characters that was kind of inspired by Batman, you know, yep. he's, kind of in in the darkness and and uh kind of spooky and and uh but you know what i'm i'm here for it you know i they, they do this all the time across comics you know like this character you know there's there's uh deathstroke inspired deadpool so much deadpool was like a lampoon of deathstroke from dc comics yeah. in fact um you know because uh deathstroke is named slade wilson and deadpool is wade wilson i mean it's um so they they do this all the time so uh you know you can't really say oh moon knight is a ripoff of batman he was a character inspired by batman the same kind of darkness the same kind of uh intrigue like that but i'm looking forward to it oscar isaac is awesome yeah. I, I love watching him in anything he's in he's very talented and uh for him to get a run as a marvel character is gonna be a lot of fun especially when it's one of these characters that has multiple personalities that's in the same vein as something like orphan black where Tatiana Maslany played multiple different clones of the same person. So she got to stretch her acting muscles or really flex her acting muscles in playing a bunch of different characters. I feel like this might be along those same lines. Speaking of Tatiana Maslany. That, that was clever. See what I did there? I was like, did anybody else catch that? Ben just said I thought that was the, one of the smoothest transitions. <laughs> Uh, so are you saying Oscar Isaac's character like may like play multiple personalities and all that? Oh yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, Have you seen right. him play like a range of actors so far? Like it seems like he's kind of his same kind of personality in some ways in the stuff I've seen him in, but I mean, he's an actor. I'm sure he does have range. Yeah. Have you been seeing him and stuff where he's acted differently? The Coen Brothers been... movie. What was that one? The um, something Llewellyn. Yeah. I mean, he's a different character in that. The thing is, you know, a lot of times when uh, an actor blows up and gets huge like Oscar Isaac has now, you know, you see a lot of the big tentpole stuff that he does. He plays a very similar character across those because that's what's making the big bucks. And that's what people are like, oh, Oscar Isaac, I know exactly what I'm getting with that. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's incredibly talented. He he can do. I don't know any of the characters you've talked about before. Who the hell is Hawk's Eye? This Jonathan. Thanks, Jonathan. Profound Definitely. ignorance. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, but he's excited about Hawkeye. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I have full confidence in in Oscar Isaac playing uh, multiple personalities uh, in the same character. I'm and I'm super stoked to see it. Yeah. What do you know about She Hulk? Uh, essentially, all I know is what we saw in the trailer, which we had an appearance uh, by uh, Bruce Banner in the trailer, mm -hmm. kind of showing her the ropes of how to be a Hulk, which was interesting. Um, and another thing, so he was he was smart Hulk in the trailer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then but then we saw him at the end of Shang-Chi and he was Bruce Banner again. So yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out when these timelines are, if he's permanently smart Hulk or if he still changes back and forth. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember if in the comics, once he turns into smart Hulk, he just stays that way or not. 
But well, um, is Shang Chi actually after the snap? Did they establish that? Yes. Yes. Yes, they did. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember. Um, and then, yeah, and then we got a, a kind of a cool like pan up uh, or tilt up of uh, She Hulk kind of from behind as she's like kind of standing up, and it was this dramatic kind of tilt. Um, didn't see her face, but she is wearing the classic purple and white uh kind of uniform from the comics which i'm really stoked to see a lot more of like the comic book inspired costumes coming into play in the marvel cinematic universe now because really when they introduced it 13 years ago coming up on 14 years ago with the first iron man movie they had to keep it somewhat grounded and they're, it's so great and so well-known and so popular now. They can really get into some of that weirder stuff. Hence, getting more Moon Knight or getting Moon Knight and getting, you know, more expansion. I mean, classic Loki uh, as one of the variants in the Loki series was one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Well, something cool about um, She-Hulk that I think comic book fans are going to really appreciate is that it's being written... I, I found out just last week it's being written by comic book writers actually instead of just you know, Hollywood writers Be I was able to um, interview Cody Ziegler this last week be because he's currently writing Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man celebrating its 60th anniversary this next year but that's his second job his first job into town he, he was brought into town to write She-Hulk and because he's such a comic book nerd, I'm like, are you kidding me? Your very first job in town is writing a series for Marvel. I'm a little bit jealous about that. But Luke, guess who his buddy is that he is working with on? Luke, you know another comic book writer that you interviewed one time on camera? And they also write for Robot Chicken? Was, was it Zeb Wells? Yeah, Zeb Wells. Yeah, so he's... So Zeb's We're not getting be, names good tonight. Well, it, it's all right. Zeb Wells, he joined uh, the She-Hulk. Both of them wrote on Robot Chicken, both of them writing on She-Hulk, and now they're both writing Spider-Man. I think that's the best thing ever. Comic awesome. book writers who are... Oh, that's... There it is. And that's all we saw. Oh, there we go. Oh, there's the comic. There we go. All right. Mm. So, of course, obviously, that live-action costume, very reminiscent of the comic book. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. Reminiscent, but still not, like, tacky. Yeah, because comic, let's be honest. A bunch not of, saying that comic book costumes are tacky, but they, they look a lot they different. They are, let's be honest. They, they, were, they were written also, to get us 12-year-old boys hooked. That's what they were written also, for yeah, back in the day. Also, a drawing of a superhero's clothing is a lot different than seeing an actual <laughs> filmed costume. This so. is true. By the way, Jonathan says, Tatiana Gabriel was a doctor in Parks and Rec, and well, I might as well put this up. <laughs> And leaves for Rwanda. Then we don't hear about her again. She clearly becomes She-Hulk. Then making She-Hulk in the Parks and Rec universe. Also with Chris Pratt getting suddenly fit and disappearing to London. It's all coming it's together all coming now. Together. <laughs> it's all Parks and Rec related. All right. After She-Hulk. This one's very exciting. because Especially for um, representation of Middle, Middle East characters. Ms. Marvel starring Kamala Khan. And we actually did see a little bit of this. Um what do you guys know about this this particular series? Well, I, I was, I was going to wait for Katie to jump in, but I can jump I, in because I, I, I don't know anything. Much. You don't know anything. Well, so uh, Ms. Marvel was uh, there's there's been a number of of 
Captain Marvel involved characters over the course of Marvel comics for, for decades. Uh, so Miss Marvel was a character that's been introduced most recently. Uh, Kamala Khan is a teenager. Uh, she's, I won't believe Pakistani American. Um, she's 16 year old. She lives in New Jersey. Um, and she was a character that was introduced in the comic books in the last decade, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of these things where Very cool. uh, there she is. Uh, it was one of these things where uh, they introduced this character because there was uh, a group of uh, uh, women and uh, 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 Islamic women uh, and and uh, female writers that were behind uh, the creative push behind this book. And they, they put it out there because they just wanted to get this character out there. And then she took off. And yeah. Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan, became one of the most popular characters selling in, in Marvel Comics. Uh, so it only makes sense that they would bring us. And I think they're really tapping into a thing now and they're figuring out, hey, we can we can take what we do with the Marvel movies and expand those stories more with these Disney Plus series. And they're it's you know, they're chasing Netflix, Disney Plus is. And so essentially like Netflix right now, they're they're essentially just printing money so they can they can afford to make these kind of longer versions of a Marvel movie. Uh, and, and I think that's what people are craving. You know, we don't want to necessarily watch a 24 episode season, but an eight to 10 episode season or a 13 episode season of a like show. A comic book. Uh, yeah. It's like reading a comic book. It's like reading an arc in a comic series. So, um, but yeah, and it's great because she is, she is a Muslim character, which, I mean, we haven't really seen that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, uh, and uh, especially, you know, we're getting into just a, a lot of different types of characters. And, and I'm, I'm stoked. I'm here for it. Um, I am too. What is the um, Disney Plus series that came on last year? It took you behind the scenes of like making High School Musical. And then it, one of the episodes was going behind the scenes with the female writers of Marvel Comics. And how yeah. they're, and because they, you get a really in-depth, um, look at Ms. Marvel Is during the, that episode. Are you talking about like the Assembled show? No, it's one that it was about different parts of the, the Disney yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think. I can't. I watched that episode. Which yeah, is, and I, I was just now trying to find the name of it. If I can find the I name remember. of it. It's like but, I don't know. Something I've like, watched so many of these shows on Disney Plus because I've watched so, the day. I have to say Disney Plus has some amazing stuff if you just look at it i mean especially if you're a big disney fan there's stuff about the disney parks for the 50th anniversary of disney world there's all this stuff that they dropped and if you like documentaries if you like i mean i mean they also have uh national geographic they also have yeah. too so if, even if you like all chris that hemsworth stuff, has the, a new national geographic show coming out called limitless that thing looks insane did you see what he's doing like being suspended above giant miles above the canyon floor and stuff well and i'm trying to figure out because they're like oh we're trying to do all this so that you have longevity and you can live longer and all this kind of stuff and i was like that kind of stuff makes me think he's not gonna live long he's gonna die with one of that's these. gonna make him live shorter if he doesn't die doing one of those things he'll just die from the stress i don't yes. know. <laughs> like of course the preview had like six or seven different activities he was doing and five of the six of them he was shirtless in all of them so we know who the target audience is for the show it works it's hey i'll watch me <laughs> he did a shark care, week man. thing too 
Yeah, he did. So He's, Chris, I, Hem, Chris Hemsworth is so fit. It goes beyond any kind of like sexual attraction to just everybody's like, he's a Greek God. We must look at him. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, <laughs> I don't care yeah. if you're attracted to men or not. You want to look at Chris Hemsworth. Sure. So I'm going to sk- skim through these last few here um, behind the attraction. That was oh, it. I think that was it. Yeah. That might've been by Chris Jacobson. So listen, they have these series coming out. Echo, which is, she's going to be introduced in the new Hawkeye series. Echo's really cool. She can mimic the fighting style of anyone she is combating against, which is cool. Ironheart, who is a young African-American woman who, I think she's only like 14 years old. She's basically, yeah. she inherits, from what I understand, she makes her own like quote-unquote Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, it's like an Iron Man suit. tech, yeah. And I guess in the comics, um, a a Iron Man voice was what was guiding her. So wouldn't it be great if Robert Downey comes back to be the voice of Iron Man? And that would be a cool way for him to kind of sort of come back. Secret Invasion. Now, Ben, have you read read any of the Secret Invasion comics? I have not. I've read about them, but they sound pretty amazing. I've touched on it a little bit. It's an incredibly uh, involved storyline, and it has to do with a lot of scrolls showing up. Uh, and as if you know or not, um, scrolls can uh, chameleon into other people, basically. And um, if if you watched, uh, oh, if you watched the Captain Marvel movie, you saw yep. that um, uh, Ben Mendelsohn uh, played. Uh, I can't remember what his name is. Uh, is it on here? Talos. 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 Yeah. And so that you know, they can shape shift into other people. So it, it has to do, uh, I think in the comics, there was a lot of like smokescreen and, and misdirection is like, this guy is this guy, but he's not really this guy. He's a scroll and she's not really her. She's a scroll, but this guy is actually this guy. He's not a scroll, but she is. And, you know, so, um, but again, I did not do a comprehensive reading of the secret yeah. invasion. I touched on it a little bit and I was like, this is too complicated. I'm going back to something else. Um, but it was really cool. And the scrolls are great characters. Ben Mendelsohn's great. Sam Jackson's awesome. I'm looking forward to Secret Invasion. You also skipped over Agatha House of Harkness. Yeah, uh, I was going to say we're not we're not getting a season two of you know Wandavision, but we are still getting more Wandavision adjacent stuff. And if so. you ask me, Catherine Hahn deserves this. If you go back and look at her career, she has been, you know, she started off with that whole Jed Apatow crew, uh, at least in the more, you know, out there where mm-hmm. we would have seen her. But she's been doing this for 20 plus years in yeah. the film industry. She's and hilarious. now, she, and she still looked good, by the way. She still looked good. And, yep. uh, and, and she, she deserves to get her own show. The Agatha character that she played was, she took her own Catherine Hahn style that she has perfected and applied it to this character, and it just works. It just yep. fits. Nobody deserves this more than she does to get her own show uh, of this caliber and this level. So I'm just super stoked for, to see. I'm super stoked to watch it because I love Catherine Hahn. <laughs> um, so this we'll, next one? Yeah, what do you think, Katie? Tell us about um, the I'm next s- couple. I am so upset that it, and they announced it last year for next year. Uh, yeah. I'm still not here, um, so we don't have any. I don't know if there's any holiday specials on Disney Plus for this year, but next year they're doing the Guardians. Of the what were? Yeah, they did the um, the Lego holiday special this year, and for Halloween. For Halloween. 
We're talking about Christmas. I'm talking oh, about- I'm talking- oh, I'm thinking last year. I'm sorry. In, in yeah. 20- oh, last year, yeah. Last year, the Lego one, where we're right. It was the um, Life Star Day. Star Wars Lego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A better so- version of Life Day than the 70s version. <laughs> yeah, but they're doing the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, and it's written and directed by James Gunn. And so I think that's going to be fun. Uh, people love and, – and then adjacent to that is the show I Am Groot which is going to be coming out, which is original shorts about baby Groot's journey. Oh, no. Um, which, who who's not going to like that? I mean... Are these live action? Yeah. Uh, that's uh, No, that one's... An, they're animated. The what if Groot is a... Well, I think it's animated. Is it not? Well, Groot's animated, it's, I think. Yeah, what well, is, just as original shorts, so maybe it's it's live action, but um, I don't know I for sure. I think the Guardians one is live action. Yeah. Because I'm just from what I understand, they're filming, it, they're filming it right now. Because the cast is assembled, yeah. or, or they just finished filming it, because they're filming Guardians they're filming 3 right now. Three, yeah. they, so, so I think they just filmed that, and right before that, they filmed their, you know, there's a brand new roller coaster at Walt Disney World called Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, which opens this year, that they filmed the cast with all their inside the roller coaster parts. So they've been yeah. filming and a I lot just, of stuff. I think Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special is kind of a great Marvel thing to tie into the holidays because it has that quirkiness and bizarreness that would work for you to do a standalone like holiday special not that it'll be a standalone we don't know it could go straight into the third one we don't know yet but yeah i'm excited about it i i love guardians of the galaxy i mean and i, I that was the one that we all thought was not going to be a good movie and then look what it did so mm-hmm. uh and james gunn is great uh but also someone else can talk about the one after that but i'm going to talk about what if though because what a show i am so excited for season two Uh, and i believe what if is the first marvel season two that's like officially been announced right because loki like officially announced it even though it's on imdb and stuff so loki but i don't know if they oh they did officially announce it i forgot at the end of the season they officially announced it so second show that will was officially announced for season two um there's so much you can tell there's a lot more story to tell and uh i think in the teaser they had wolverine right in like the announcement didn't they have wolverine in the picture for season two did they really no 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 No, wolverine's a different show uh they're coming back with no i thought it was also what if i thought i saw a thing that said what if and it had wolverine on it hey luke can you look that up and see if that's right because yeah i could be wrong no, but you, if you're right, that's amazing if he's going to be in that. Because they've kind of stuck to the MCU stars in yeah. season one. There's one particular episode of What If, though, that is going to be its own series. What, did you guys see that? Marvel Zombies. Zombies? Oh, yeah. Marvel Zombies. That's interesting. Um, I guess. I, that was one, maybe one of my least favorite of the What Ifs. I liked it. It was so dark. It is, but I, I liked it. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. We'll, well, it'd be interesting to see because I feel like zombies is kind of past its time. Like it's, you know, that's not really what people like anymore. So yeah. I'm curious to see what Marvel does with it. Did you find it, Luke? Nah. I think, Katie, what it might, what you might be thinking. X Men '97. X Men '97. Yeah, Marvel's doing an X Men series based on the '90s timeline of the X Men. Uh, co- uh, animated series, which was hugely popular. As a 37-year-old man. Say that again? As a 37-year-old man, and Luke can probably join me on this, 
this blows my mind and makes me excited. All the blood left my body, ran around the world, and then came back. It was I'm so excited for more X-Men animated series from the 90s. I'm the even the theme song. I unfortunately didn't really get to watch it growing up. I, I think I wasn't allowed or something. That's yeah, I don't I don't know why I didn't get to watch X Men, but I'm excited cut- now. I can be current on what the new new ones coming out. There you go, and then feel like is, one of the cool kids finally. Is X Men the animated series currently on Disney Plus? Uh yeah, because there was a whole so. thing about they cut the all the episode when it first released. All the episodes were in random order and gotcha. so like if, if there were continuations like that was one of the big complaints right after disney plus released and then okay. um there was something they cut something out of an episode and i can't remember what it was it was a it was some kind of big deal on uh on on the internet yeah i don't know if you've seen this before but sometimes people on the internet will make a big deal out of things what <laughs> you don't say no no really? no and then they Multiple people will just argue about it. Yeah. <laughs> On the internet? Well, no, I was just curious because, you know, if they are releasing this new X-Men 97... Wait a second. It would be nice part? if they... Marvel's died. What If teaser features a black four-clawed Wolverine. If that's true, that's the first time that the X-Men have been brought into the MCU. Yes, Exactly. <laughs> I, I knew I wasn't crazy. I knew I saw something. Well, you still might be crazy, but you're not wrong here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I no, Katie, thank you for noticing that because I did not notice that. Yeah, because I went, oh my gosh, the X Men in a Marvel thing. Like, it's not separate. And I, like, lost it. And I just, you know, so. It says oh, the new artwork features a Wolverine character standing on a cosmic background with the what if wording at the top. Yeah. Their skin tone is brown, and instead of having three claws like Logan or two like Laura Kinney, this Wolverine has four claws. I'm reading comicbook.com slash backslash Marvel. So yeah. they're pretty right. reliable. Well, and it's uh, what I'm also seeing here is they're saying this might be a mashup of Wolverine and Miles Morales. That's yeah. what it looks like. Look at that. Yeah. Because the color scheme definitely, it's red and black. It definitely right. yeah appears that way mm-hmm. uh, all right but it could be which would also be character. which would also be the first miles morales mcu appearance because True. into the spider-verse was technically still sony yeah and like tom holland says there is no miles morales in the next movie <laughs> yeah right Tom. okay all right so, so let's finish we, it real quick go yeah, ahead ben. Say, we should blast through the rest of these because we yeah. still got to talk about san diego yeah. and la yeah. yeah so ben and Katie, I think you as well. There's something really exciting coming up from Lucasfilm that they kind of gave us a little bit of a look. What was that? Willow! Yes! Yeah, I'm so excited. Well, that too. Willow! I was thinking Obi-Wan or Kenobi, so... They're both great. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm super sorry about Obi-Wan. No, the, the Willow thing, I, like, I've been following the Obi-Wan stuff, so I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah mm, this is what yeah. we deserve. But Willow... And I, I kind of knew they were doing more Willow, but just to see like the whole thing with Warwick Davis and yep. he was like interviewing the young cast and, and then you're like, oh, Warwick Davis has some comedy chops on him. 
because he did this whole like snarky sarcastic like interview with the young cast members and it was so good and then uh of course uh obi-wan kenobi of course we didn't get any footage from either of these shows we just had like interviews and maybe like yeah. they're both next year yeah, yeah uh, but of course both- the under the helmet, the legacy of Boba Fett, a celebration of Boba Fett. And the second, and then they announced the release date for the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. As well, which is December 17th? No, it's I think, it's the same day as, I think it's the same day as The Witcher Season 2. But So um, that is like a taste of what's to come. And if you haven't seen it yet, make sure you see The Simpsons uh, Plus Aversary short. It's only five minutes long, but skewers they showed- every. They showed one of those in front of the Disney special screening. Disney Plus surprise screening. Okay, I was about to say, lastly but not leastly of the Disney Plus day and weekend, they had 200 special screenings of Star Wars movies across the country where you go, you don't know what you're going to see. And Katie went. Oh, Katie, what did you see? Uh, so, no shade at this movie. I love this movie. I was very upset, though. <laughs> it was Rogue One. That was yeah. a surprise screening. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love Rogue One. Uh, I saw it in theaters. I think it's fantastic. But I have already seen it in theaters. So I was really hoping it would be an original trilogy yeah. um, one or at least like one of the ones I hadn't seen in theaters. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was Rogue One. But, you know, it was fun. I went. It was $5. But if you had a list like me, it was free. Uh, you got a, a free poster, which was a uh, Boba, Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett exclusive Disney Plus poster. It was like this big. Um, but it was fun. And then they had Did the you go little, to the screening um, that Ryan was in? Yeah. Yeah. Was Friend he, of the con guy. Was Ryan. he excited? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he had that same mask on. <laughs> this is Ryan. I think this has something to yep, there you go. <laughs> that was uh for the release of uh Mandalorian season two. Yes. yes. Uh yeah, so that comes out uh December twenty-nine, right 29. before the okay. So a week after The Witcher. All right. Um, but yeah, so, and it was fun. I mean, like I said, I we all kind of expected it wasn't going to be an original trilogy one because that's pre-Disney owning Star Wars and all that. But we could still have hoped. Uh, but they did show the little, a little short. Oh, oh. They did what? Uh, <laughs> uh, they showed a little, the little Maggie Simpson short. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was weird because they showed like two trailers and then they had like the preliminary movie theater stuff, you know, and then they did uh, that short. So they had less trailers. Yeah, um, I just kind of think that but, Disney's more invested in the movies that are the Disney version of the Star no, Wars. No, I get that. It's just, it was a bummer still. And then they I also agree. did, they also did surprise screening for Pixar and Disney. The Disney one was the Rocketeer and wow. the Pixar one was Monsters, Inc. So that's cool. You love me yeah. some Rocketeer. Yeah, my... uh, yeah. It was a Disney. Uh, it was a surprise Disney classic movie screening, and then a Pixar surprise surprise Pixar screening. So. All right, that's all we got for that. Thank you so much, guys. For those of you being patient and you want to hear about San Diego Comic Con Special Edition and LA Comic Con, we are jumping in right now. First, let's go over the San Diego Comic Con Special Edition. We will end the show with LA Comic Con. Um, last week we did a special show where we actually, I meant to, last week we actually did a show where we kind of went over a little bit of kind of the, the panels and whatnot that you can expect. But the one thing we did not talk about 
was the possibility. Hey, Luke, can you handle the branding thing? Um, one thing we did not talk about was the possibility of offsides or things happening outside the convention center. And there are some cool things happening outside the convention center, which is interesting. Um, but there's also some things inside that we got to talk about real quick. Badges are still on sale. 150 bucks for a three day or the junior and veterans is 75 bucks. Right. Is it my right on that Katie? Yes. And sure. Katie, did I'm you, looking at this. So yeah, that's what it says. Did you but see how they're doing right. the, the, um, the exclusives wristbands this year? I, yeah. I just saw that. I hadn't seen it. I heard that it was different than what yeah. they normally do. And it's changed throughout the years when there's signings, when there's exclusives, like, you know, I think five years or so you would go up, into the uh, upstairs mm -hmm. sales pavilion. Called. Sales pavilion, thank you. Yeah. And you would wait in line early, get in line, draw a ticket, and if you were lucky, you got a wristband to that booth, that exclusive, that signing. But this year they are doing. And I'm just gonna read this because I will totally. It's it's just it's interesting to me. And the nerd yeah, yeah. The nerd side of me is like, hmm. All right. Uh, Comic Con Special Edition will feature some amazing exhibitor exclusives and the. Uh, as always, the popular Funko exclusives will be available only through our new on-site wristbanding process. In the exhibit hall, we will have designated tables where wristbands will be distributed. And this is on the on the floor, right. which is not usually what they do. Um, will be randomly distributed by Comic-Con Special Edition staff using our Cubes of Deciding. That's brand new and that's weird. Cubes of Deciding. That name, whoever decided that name is is both, I, I feel like people are going to be so mad and upset, but it's still going to be, it's a great name. Uh, yep, yep. If the cube Rick is generous, yeah. <laughs> if the cube is generous, the participating attendee will receive a randomly selected time slot so that they can purchase exclusive merchandise from the exhibitor. If not, then the attendee can get back in the line as many times as they like until they are selected or they run out of wristbands. If you aren't selected, you can come back the next day and try again. The lines for the wristband giveaways are located in Hall A. The cubes of deciding will open and wristband distribution will begin when the exhibit hall opens each morning. That's that's just so different. I, it's Is that like a little mechanical box? I don't know. I really hope you... It, see, the nerd in me pictures it as like, you know in all the movies where you like someone sticks their hand in the wall and then something like grabs their hand and eats it Rips the I, just hand hope, off. I know that you wouldn't be able to do that because of like a post-covid situation but how funny would that be if they're like you have to stick your hand in this box and you don't know what's going to happen when you <laughs> pull your hand out there's <laughs> a garbage disposal inside and then you know how many people would still try it you know like you know but i mean i think it's kind of i think that that is kind of how it worked before when they started to do, when they did them in the sales pavilion hypothetically you could get back in line and draw again but usually at Comic-Con, those lines are so long, you can't get back in yeah. before they run out of tickets. But with something like SE, it may, may be more possible. Yep. Did you have so. to say something, Luke? I think they should do it like the Jimmy Kimmel episode where they had uh, someone reach in and do either tarantulas or tequila shots. You know? <laughs> <laughs> tarantulas or tequila shots. And then shot. they could film it as well. We get, get some scare gym moments out of it. Tarantulas or tequila shots? Hey Ben, did you see that the film festival stuff? Yeah, the, the uh, coming out film festival. Uh, in addition to in-person schedule of films, the films department for SDCC has expanded into the virtual world, uh, and you can chat along uh, with other viewers in watch parties at home through the 
Senior Google Chrome extension running concurrently with Comic-Con Special Edition. Uh, you can look for the online schedule at the uh, at-home events. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool they do and it's not it's uh, i got rid of the click below because that doesn't apply quite so well but it's kind of, they have like holiday movies nerd movies buck rogers in the 25th century like nostalgic it's a it's a cool lineup of films it's not the normal comic-con film festival but it's just a, a really cool lineup of films and real quick there the shuttle system is different this year there are no hotel shuttles. I have a feeling it's because most people are able to get hotels close enough to the convention center this year where you can just walk within, within a mile or two, um, which is kind of cool. That means there's a far fewer people. It, I'm telling you, this is going to be an interesting convention. I'm, we'll see how it goes. But they do have shuttles to something brand new. Katie, do you want to uh, tell us about that? Yeah, uh, the Comic-Con Museum, which opened, was it, it was supposed, it opened last year, right? Sort of. It's open and closed, but this is like, I think this yeah. is their official big oh, grand yeah. open. It's the first like actual big thing that's going on yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. because it, it was delayed for multiple reasons due to COVID, et cetera, things yep. like that. But it's a, it's going to be in Balboa. It's in Balboa Park uh, and it's doing all sorts of exhibits and things that are related to things at Comic-Con has at their convention, whether it be comic books, whether it be movies, uh, but they're going to have their own programming there. Uh, there's a lot of stuff, but like there's like Ghostbusters celebrating. Says, how about celebrating 35 years of Ghostbusters? Things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a ticketed thing because it is technically an offsite, uh, and tickets are 19.95 for general standard admissions. Uh, there's senior, military, student, and children discounts uh, for ages four to 12, and then children aged three and under are free. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's in Balboa Park, and they're open Friday through Tuesday. Uh, pretty much till six o'clock every night, except for Sunday. Uh, and then they open between 10 and 12, depending on the day, but the hours are up on the website. And yeah, it's a fun play. You can also meet some cool fans there. It'll be interesting to see this. Cause like I said, it's not normally open. Uh, I haven't been to it cause it wasn't open the last time I was in San Diego, but they yeah. have been kind of anticipating the opening of this Comic-Con museum for a while now. So yeah, this be has been a big event. priority for them for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Very cool. So that's going to be one of the quote unquote offsites. But also, I'll take this next one, the the uh, Bari House. And Ben, if you want to take the library after that. So one okay. of the things they have open, uh, one of their newest venues to Comic Con is the Artist Loft at Barry House. It's a uh, located downtown on National Avenue, sixteen sixty National Avenue. They're going to have a lineup of cultural en enrichment and educational aspects, the Comic Con panels to the which will be open to the public with a focus on Latinx culture and contributions to popular arts. Uh, the Thursday panels for this location include a long short, a long story short, Mexican comic books, and from Mexico to the USA, a bridge one comic at a time. And these are all free. So just go to the Comic-Con uh, uh, the, the Comic site and look for the artist loft at Berry House and find this free program. Speaking of free, Ben has some cool stuff too. Along the same lines of uh, a really cool educational experience, and I know some people will be like, oh, educational experience. Um, educational experiences can actually be really awesome. Uh, I think we I think we're all trained to like hate school because that's the cool thing to do. But um, learning is fun. Um, the San Diego Central Library is uh, hosting uh, the Comic Conference for Educators and Librarians uh, at the San Diego 
Central Library returning uh, once more to San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, the panels are free, but they do require a, an advanced sign-up through the San Diego Library website. So go to the San Diego Library's website to sign up for these. The full schedule for the library programming is available at their website right now, and the sign-ups are open. Uh, and all the panels that are part of the community programming schedule are open to anyone with or without badges to uh, Comic-Con Special Edition. That's and then the awesome. next one, I'm kind of just stoked to talk about the next one because yeah. it, it makes me laugh. Tell, talk about it. Man. Oh, yeah. It's the Comic-Con Yacht Party. <laughs> Put your boat shoes on, your captain's hat, I'm sure. I'm sure Jim's got those. Uh, I sure do. Comic-Con is back in San Diego. And what better way to celebrate uh, after the festivities than to let loose and party on a 90-foot yacht. Uh, whether, whether you're in town for Comic-Con uh, or you live in San Diego, cruising aboard uh, the Cher Ami is an experience unlike any other in which you can take in the serenity of beautiful San Diego Bay and breathtaking views of the city. Relax in our lounge areas or by the bar, sipping on your choice of cocktail. None of us, of course, at the con guy imbibe in alcohol, so uh, we won't be attending. Or you can let loose... On our open, I'm just joking. On our open view dance floor on the upper deck, and vibe to the DJ performing while taking in the cool bay breeze and spectacular views of the skyline and Coronado Bridge. You don't want to miss out on the SDCC party we have planned for you guys this year. Dress code in the spirit of this festival, cosplay and costumes are definitely encouraged, and badges are not required for this event. You can expect cool. complimentary boarding glass of chilled champagne, two decks which include a dance floor, a bar, and lounge area, spectacular views of the downtown skyline, Coronado Bridge Convention Center, and the beauty of the San Diego Bay, a DJ spinning hip-hop house music on the upper deck, slash house music on the upper deck, today's top hits including hip-hop and pop music played in a speakeasy environment on the lower deck, fully stocked bars serviced by professional and friendly bartenders, special signature Marvel-themed drinks will be available, VIP bottle and table services. Check-in and boarding time is 9.30 p.m. Cruise time is 10 to 12.30 a.m. My cool, cool, cool. party on a That's yacht awesome. with a bunch of nerds. Or on the... go ahead, it Katie. kind of sounds like if you never got to go on the IMDb boat yep. at Comic-Con, this is your chance. This is your chance. And if you're not quite the party person, Katie, what is this next thing that people can do to kind of relax a little bit? They're having a cat cafe. <laughs> this, is, this is genius. Like, it's genius. There's a cat cafe. You can do at Cat, cat Cafe San Diego, where you can obviously enjoy coffee with cats. And it's yep. uh, for cats from the rescue house. So it's all rescues and things like that. Uh, located at 302 Island Avenue. Open daily from 8 to 4. I and she's been. Oh, so sorry. I think that's the perfect thing to do. Oh, that's such ah, a stupid pun. Stupid boo. pun. I just, I just watched Jungle Cruise um, on Disney Plus this weekend, and so I had to throw in some nerdy puns. Cheesemen. Yeah. For those who are a little bit hardier in their drinking habits, what else do they have going on? A Comic-Con pub crawl. Yep. It's about time. <laughs> Calling all zombies, superheroes, anime characters alike. Join us as we parade through the gas lamps, shredding our costumes, enjoying laughs and drinks with our friends in a fun atmosphere. Tickets will include drink specials and our tour guide. And tour, what? And a tour guide. And a tour guide, okay. Keep Sorry. your 
hashtag CCSE cosplay on after hours. This is the fourth the annual pub crawl. I didn't fourth know that. Annual, wow. Pub crawl on Saturday, November 27th, starting at Taste and Thirst in the Gas Lamp. Discount tickets for the guided tour are $7.50 at Gold Star. $7.50. Yep. That's not yep. Bad. They used, you know, it used to be, I think, 20 bucks, dropped to 10. Now it's $7.50 the closer we get to the convention. And real quick, there's a couple of movie. There's a movie. The Hyatt is showing a lot of holiday movies all day long during November 27th and 28th outside on the lawn. So, like, where uh, is it? Where uh, the uh, FX area normally is? Yeah, right there on the lawn. Okay. Right there on yeah. the lawn. For more information and to get a list of movies, go to rooftopcinemaclub.com. Yeah. Again, that's roof- yeah, they do stuff here in LA too. That's cool yeah. that they're doing that. It's really cool. And then Chris Catan is going to be performing November 26th and 27th at the Laugh Factory while we're there. So that is a wrap on San Diego Comic-Con Special Edition. Hotels on sale, tickets on sale. If you ever wanted to get a taste of Comic-Con, this is your chance. But we have one a little bit closer to home for us. And Ben, why don't you tell us a little bit, hashtag show, who is our great our great partners here in the con guy they are they're going to be involved in a big way why don't you tell us about that yeah absolutely so la comic-con yes we've got our own we've got our own comic-con <laughs> here in los angeles california uh and it's been around for a while it used to be called stan lee's kamikaze uh mm-hmm. and uh since then uh obviously stan is no longer with us uh rest his soul um, and uh, the the organization has morphed uh, and evolved a few times to become what is now called Los Angeles Comic Con or LACC. That hashtag show is a a prime media partner with Los Angeles Comic Con this year, and uh, we are so stoked uh, over at uh, THS. Uh, they are going to have their own stage directly next to the main stage at LA Comic-Con where they will be doing live interviews with all the main guests of LA Comic-Con. They will also be doing live streams uh, and podcast type uh, live stream shows. Uh, They also have a booth that they are sharing with New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is the third largest wrestling promotion in the world. Uh, I'm not familiar with New Japan Pro Wrestling, but you've got uh japan and pro wrestling i'm sold uh because that sounds like it's freaking awesome um you can uh come by the that hashtag show booth and get a free t-shirt uh celebrating the release of uh spider-man no way home uh with a special uh super secret i'm not even they told me what's going to be on the t-shirt i'm not even going to tell you it's something spider-man related but it's not uh it's it's a bit unexpected and i think it's going to be really really cool um i'm actually a big fan of of what they're putting on the t-shirt so i'm excited about that in addition to that that's cool uh, that's very cool mm -hmm, i've got a couple other things uh that i want to throw out there that are happening at uh la comic-con laugh factory is also doing a show uh connected to los angeles comic-con I don't believe Chris Kattan is hosting this one, but I'm not sure. But Jen Sturger, who will be at my comedy show this weekend, will also be featured on that program. Hmm. And the other thing that I was going to let you know, a good, uh, a close personal friend of mine named Katie O'Hagan. She is the voice of Mia Winters in Resident Evil Village. Uh, They will be doing a panel uh, at LA Comic-Con 
It is called, uh, it is Sunday the 5th at 11 a.m. It's called Slicing Stereotypes to Ribbons, Fearsome Female Empowerment with the Ladies of Resident Evil. Uh, it's a... Uh, it's an all-female voiceover and motion capture actors from Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil Village. Um, some are being finalized right now, but we definitely know Katie O'Hagan will be there, uh, as well as Paula Rhodes, Andy Norris, and Sarah Coates uh, with four other actresses, TBA. And um, that's going to be super cool. Uh, if you aren't paying any attention to Resident Evil 7 or Resident Evil Village, um, there's a lot of badass females in these franchises. So uh, of course, Resident Evil is kind of always revolved around a badass female character. So uh, stoked for that. Uh, Katie's a good friend of mine. So I had to throw that out there as well. Dude, that's so cool. And for those of you who are wondering, yes, we will. Um, we'll be linking right over to the coverage that that hashtag show will be providing for the weekend. So it's a great thing. We're great partners with them. And oh, wait, wait, look, look at here. Kay Carrie Lane was on the show yeah. in the comments tonight. Yes, I hope. Oh, and she may be going down to Comic Con um, with us. So um, that's awesome to see Carrie there in the comment section. Half of her comments were just emojis, which <laughs> yeah. is that's pretty. That's pretty Carrie. That's pretty Carrie. Yeah. So, uh, so Carrie, you hotel room still available. Yeah, we have, we have a few things to talk about real quick. I, for those of you. Katie asked last week if they would be having a, a virtual part of LA Comic-Con. I don't think that's a big part of their plans, although I do know that they are going to be taping quite a few of the sessions like they did last year, and they did show them in the weeks following the, the convention. Uh, not last year, the year before. Last year was more of a virtual thing. So they will be having a number of safety measures to prevent against COVID. Um you will be going through checkpoints. You need to have either a, a negative COVID test or have a vaccine. Wait, or is it just yeah. a vaccine? Oh. Yeah, no, either a test. It's both. Oh. It's either or, I mean, sorry. And if you haven't had your test yet, they'll give you one. You just wait for 15 minutes to get the results. So, uh, But it's a free do... test, which is which is a big thing. And it's a, a free PCR test. Yeah, a lot of a lot of venues if you're going to a concert and this is for people who live in los angeles we're very familiar with it right now if you guys are listening or watching and you're not in los angeles but you're going coming to los angeles uh just letting you know it's not just comic-con that is doing these vaccination requirement things right now but most venues like if you go to a concert they're going to charge you 50 60 70 dollars to get a rapid test Gee, well, la comic-con is doing that. LA Comic Con is doing them for free, and I think that's a big, uh, a good thing for them to be able to do. For those people who do not are not vaccinated, you guys still have the option to get a test because some places will not allow you to just get a test. So we encourage you to be we, to be vaccinated yeah. if you can, because I mean that that's the safest way for these conventions to continue. But if not, then they do have testing sites there. Everybody will be wearing masks once you are inside, and um, I, we're all used to that by now. So. And they are, with over 1.2 million square feet of exhibition space, they're going to have plenty of room for people to spread out. So this is cool. Hey, Katie, why don't you go? There's a lot of guests. We don't need all of them. but give I'm not, like not going to name all of them. I will name, yeah, give us some I'll of the top them. guests that you see that are showing up. Because I was, I'll be honest with you, San Diego Comic-Con usually is where you see all the, the people. Yes. They're all at this one, it seems like, this year. It's the first one in person that they can go to. There's one guest she really dislikes, though. 
Um, <laughs> She'd so, never have a crush on me, ever. Tell us some, some of the people we can expect to see. Zachary Levi, Ming-Ya Wen from The Mandalorian and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which you guys know I love Ming-Ya Wen, and I think we all yeah. love Ming-Ya Wen. And she's a huge nerd, so like both her and Zach are massive nerds, so it's always a delight to have them in a con circle. Um, they got, get them right John here. Carlo, yeah, it's a great picture. Yeah. John Carlo Espos, uh, Esposito, I think I said his name right this time. Yeah, John Carlo Esposito. Uh, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, is going to be there. Um, the voice actor of Squidward from SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, Roger Bumpa <laughs> Bumpus. Bumpus. Yeah. Bumpus, right. Um, we also have David Yost from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Tom Welling from Smallville. If y'all don't know who Tom Welling is, I'm sorry. Also, Michael <laughs> Rosenbaum from Smallville. Uh, we have Ryder Strong from Boy Meets World. Super random, but I'm super okay with that. As I well think it's as super William, cool. That's as, really as cool. William Daniels uh, as well, who's obviously Mr. Feeney from... Right? Mr. Feeney. That's Mr. Feeney. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I thought. All right. Uh, from Boy Meets World as well. And Will Friedle from Boy Meets World. Uh, also, John Barrowman, very, very popular amongst the crowd, the Comic-Con crowd. Uh, also... Casper Van so Dien as well. John Barrowman yeah. and Casper Van Dien. Whole lot of sexy man right there. There's also <laughs> going along with I'm just oh, gonna the, mention the it real bartender quick. and conman. While I'm mentioning these the actors who are here, there is panels that most of those people are on. Uh, but I do want to mention one that I got excited about. There's a Boy Meets World panel. Like, there's a Boy Meets World panel. I don't know how this happened, but I'm totally okay with it uh, mm -hmm. because I. I, I love I love Boy Meets World. I actually have to watch one episode every single Halloween. It's a tradition. But yeah, they're gonna have a panel with uh, Wilfred L. William Daniels and Ryder Strong for a chat about the series. And I'm I'm sold. sold. And I think one one big one that you didn't mention that I'm glad you didn't because now I get to say it. Uh, Nichelle Nichols, uh, the original so awesome. Uhura from Star Trek. I believe, if I understand correctly, this will be the last live convention appearance that Nichelle Nichols will be making. Uh, mm -hmm. She is suffering from some health problems, uh, and uh, but she's still going to be out there and uh, and doing her con thing one last time. And she's gone to a, a lot of these things. Yeah. She shows up to the Doctor Who convention in L.A., um, because it, it's kind of a Doctor Who and then also like sci-fi stuff convention too. Like um, there's more sci-fi stuff and, and they all have some connection to Doctor Who, but Nichelle Nichols, just a, a pioneering actress in science fiction and, and pop culture, um, first interracial kiss on television uh, and um, looking forward to that. So I, I really want to want to go up. I've never met her before. So I really want to go up and meet her and just tell her thank you the, for everything that she's done. Because it, it will be her last live appearance. Yeah, and what's cool is she is headlining. They're, they're calling it the Star Trek Experience. They're planning and having, I think they said around 20 actors who have been on various iterations of Star Trek over the years. So this is a big deal. This is a, a big thing. They're also having the sixth annual Cosplay National Championship. I think they just, I may be wrong. I might be thinking San Diego. I think they just closed up. Yeah, they closed up just this past week for Masquerade. I don't know if this one is still open, though. Um, I'd have to look usually at Usually this is something, usually the cosplay competitions you submit before a pretty, right. pretty far in advance. Um, but also, they're having, uh, one of the unique things about LA Comic Con, too, is they have a lot more um, 
experiences than Comic-Con does on the floor. Uh, like mm-hmm. they're doing an entire uh, West Hall expansion that is dedicated to the ever-growing e-gaming, uh, esports, anime uh, franchises and fandoms mm-hmm. and stuff. So there's going to be all sorts of places to watch e-gaming. Um, I can't read all of this, but basically nope. 147,000 square feet of space is going to be dedicated to esports, gaming, and anime, which is great because you have a little bit more of a specific fan experience because you do have the fans who are going to be more leaning towards that content, and then you'll have the fans that are, oh, I want to be in the Star Trek thing, or I want to do this, and it's kind of nice that they're catering to different fan bases. Yeah. Hey, Luke, did you see, I know we're, we're kind of covering this stuff really fast. Is there anything on there that you see that caught your attention? I mean, well, I, I think there is one thing that I was kind of super stoked about. Like, they're actually doing a mainstays presentation on Mandalorian. That's where we're going to see Ming-Na and Giancarlo Esposito. I, I'm surprised. Lucasfilm is doing a panel on the Mandalorian. They didn't do anything at San Diego Comic-Con in 2019, mm-hmm. 2020. So this is kind of cool that they're doing this. Um, I know that Ming-Na, she loves this stuff. She's such a fan. And... Uh, I can't wait to see her in Book of Boba Fett. That's going to be so great. So, um, Cheeseman, do you see anything on there that might uh, catch your interest? Well, I think it's cool they're doing a Frank Miller panel. You know, yep. he did Sin City and all that. And then they're getting Gerard Way, who's the lead singer of um, My Chemical Romance and, you know, creator of Umbrella Academy. So he's a musician that moved over into the comic um, sphere as well as you know continuing as a musician but it's really cool that you know frank miller of 300 the dark knight returns give me liberty ronin That's as cool. i mentioned before sin city so that'll be main stage saturday december 4th and did you Jim. see oh, go ahead go, ahead, go I, what were we gonna say ben you go first. Well, i was gonna say if i may i can just do a quick rundown of all these panels that we've got listed here so I would love some that. of some of the main stage panels this is just a selection uh, yes. including but not limited to SpongeBob SquarePants uh, featuring uh, the uh, Tom Kenny, who is SpongeBob and Roger Bump Bumpass, uh, <laughs> Roger Bumpass. Uh, and uh, they'll talk about the show Boy Meets World panel, Smallville panel. We, of course, um, already talked about um, Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling uh, being there. Mandalorian, we mentioned Mighty Morphin Power Rangers panel. Uh, that's going to include Jason David Frank, who was the Green Ranger, Tommy, David Yost, uh, who was the Blue Ranger, uh, two of my favorites. David Yost, I just, I've, I've, my wife has interviewed him before and he's just a delight. Yeah. Um, well, she's interviewed uh, Jason David Frank too, and he's, he's really super nice too. Uh, my Hero Academia, uh, which I'm not familiar also, with, but I know Katie is. Also, Carrie. Carrie knows a thing or two about uh, My Hero Academia. And if you guys, First of all, you should follow her on TikTok. She has some amazing content on TikTok. She yep. actually did an interview with the uh, English cast members around with Halloween. They're Halloween characters that they would portray. So you should definitely check that out if you don't follow Carrie on TikTok, which Carrie, I cannot remember if it was Carrie D. Lane on TikTok. So if you're still it's Carrie D. Lane. Well, look yeah. her up on Twitter and you can take Carrie D. Lane um, on Twitter yeah. and it'll get it's, you over there. And, you know, because we didn't have the big anime there is another anime convention directly after uh la comic-con so you will get more anime content there but it's nice to see that we are getting some more content from anime because we have had a lot of canceled conventions so yep uh and then some of the one of the uh spotlight interviews we already mentioned gerard way interviews frank miller but bruce campbell 
Bruce Campbell, he's on our cover image. We haven't mentioned Bruce yet. That's huge. He's a, a Bruce Campbell spotlight. I love that. He doesn't do tons of these. Uh, yeah, and of course, you know, Evil Dead franchise. Uh, he was in, I mean, he was in Burn Notice. I liked Burn Notice. I uh, loved him in Burn Notice. He was so great. He's been in so much stuff. He's just a classic kind of cult, yep. nerdy pop culture actor um, and, and super entertaining. Of course, another spotlight interview with Zach Levi. Going to be huge this year. Used to live in LA. Now he lives in Texas. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Texas. Uh, Texas. Also coming out with a movie on Christmas Day. What movie? Yeah, he's coming out with a, a sports epic about uh, Kurt Warner playing for the Rams and winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I'm stoked about that. I love sports movies. They're all yeah. exactly They're so the same, so and I love watching yeah. every single one of them. They always make me cry, but you know. Luke, what were you gonna say? I just said I agree. I like sports movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Rudy. And check out like one of my one of the, one of the uh, the masters of comic book art. Rob Liefeld's going to be there. Deadpool, New Mutants, Young Blood, Young Blood, um, Young Blood. <laughs> I was thinking Blood Good. <laughs> blood Good. He's going to be there, which is kind of cool. Da- Donnie Coates, uh, Donnie Cates, who did Venom, Guardians of the Galaxy, okay. and Doctor Strange. Ryan Stegman on Kenny Avengers, Amazing Spider-Man, Wolverine, and so many more. So we're pretty packed. We are pretty packed. It's going to be insane. Um, it's some good it's, stuff. It's be awesome. LA Comic Con is not known for being great content-wise. Uh, it kind of gets a lot of heat for that. But it sounds like they have a pretty good lineup going for them. So I'm excited for it. You're welcome, Thanks, Carrie. You're, you're welcome. And then M-H-A-F... What, Katie, the what's win. that mean? My Hero Academia for the win. Okay. <laughs> Katie has to translate a short shorts talk to me. I mean, it's like I speak, I speak Carrie. It's all good. <laughs> all right. And uh, we're going to finish up with this. There is a very cool after party, which is happening this year. And it is from a friend of the show. Let me, let me go here. I have the pictures here. Um, the after party is going to, it's called LA comic con after party, the slime ball. And of course, the theme this year is Ghostbusters, the new movie coming out. After two years, Los Angeles Comic-Con is back, and so is the best convention after party in the country. That might be an oversell, but we'll see. <laughs> no, no, no. These guys do great. Bernie and the XLE Productions, they do great. They do some parties down at San Diego Comic-Con as well. This one's going to be held. Um, I had the location. I had the location. Anyways, dress your best spooky chic or simply roll in your cosplay from the convention floor. It's all going to be themed after um, Ghostbusters. The Flux Capacitors will be there, which is awesome. One of our favorite 80s bands. They've been at the forefront of combining fandom with live music and live musica and are a staple of in Los Angeles pop culture. They've written a song that will be featured in Sony's Ghostbusters. I didn't know that. So the, did you know that, Luke? The Flux Capacitors wrote a song that's going to be in the new Ghostbusters movie. That's pretty cool. Not movie. Wow. He did not read the rest of the thing. It's oh, after video the game. video game accompanying the release. Okay. Jim needs better reading skills. <laughs> he literally the first... made, made the run sheet, but you know, you know. I know. Be the first to hear the new song featured on the trailer live. There's going to be multiple rooms, multiple bars. That's She-Hulk. <laughs> So anyways, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be held at Catch One Los Angeles. It's um, it's an all-ages event huh. with a lot of alcohol. That, that surprises me. It's an all-ages event, but okay. 
ATM. And for any information, you can go to um, tell you what, we're going to put that on our website. It's the LA Comic Con after party. The slime ball is also on their page, and we'll be tweeting that out. So that is the official after party. It's going to be a lot of fun, guys. LA Comic Con is coming up soon. San Diego Comic Con is coming up even sooner. Any closing thoughts? Oh, wait, wait. Who is this, Ben? Oh, this is Kylie. Kylie. Hi, Kylie. By the way, Ben, when Kylie appeared on screen, I like literally touched the screen where she was, like trying to pet her. I know that I can't actually pet her. But... She's so old. <laughs> anyway, so, old. so little and cute. So, guys, be following us and be following Ben. He's probably going to have a little bit better insight into what that hashtag show has planned for LA Comic Con. We'll try to keep everybody up to speed. You can follow us here. On our Instagram, which is the con guy, I'm nothing's working for me today. We're at theconguy.com. Instagram is there. You can follow us on Twitter at theconguy.com. You can follow me at J- James, no, no, Jim Fry LA on Twitter and James D. Fry on, tw- on what's the other one? Other one, Instagram. Instagram. Cheeseman, where can people find you before my mind goes off? Uh oh. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at cheese on couch and also on the conguy.com. And you can find my beard probably on Ben's face next week. Cause we always trade beards and clean shaven. So <laughs> you're up next, Ben. Gotcha. I had to shave because I was Zool. <laughs> uh, and I am KT, aka Katie Christi- underscore Christine, across all social medias, including TikTok and Twitch. Have not been very active on Twitch lately, but I'm hoping to get back at it uh, soon. But, you know, life and all that stuff. Uh, you can also find me usually tweeting random things about what I'm watching and my random thoughts. Uh, I tweet way too much. So, but if you like random tweets, no such thing. Uh, and <laughs> Yeah, just just as usual, just be good to each other. Uh, there's a lot of hate going on in the world, and there's a lot of people being mean to people for no reason. Please be nice to each other. If you if you go places that have certain requirements, don't yell at the people who work there. They're just doing their job, and that's all I want to say. And Katie, what are you doing Thursday night that you might actually tweet about? Uh, I am seeing Ghostbusters. Yes, and so we're going to see it with you, yeah. Gonna be exciting. Yes. All right, Ben, take us out of here. All right, everyone. Thanks for watching the show tonight. Thanks again to that hashtag show for for hosting us, and thanks to our sponsors, Neft Vodka, reminding you to please drink responsibly, as well as Toink.com with all sorts of cool stuff. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at b e n k l i e w e r, or you can search the hatch the hashtag bk four two one. I attach that to most of my posts. Uh, this is my oldest daughter, Kylie. She's 15 and a half years old. She has 3,000 diseases, is stone deaf, and has dementia. Uh, and, and you uh, got her on an evil petting zoo. And an evil petting zoo. <laughs> uh, and remember, everybody, I'm drinking out of this red cup because whenever Ben Cleaver shows up, it's always a party. Thanks for watching. Have a great week. Be good to one another. Good night. Thanks for listening to The Con Guy Show, the official program of theconguy.com. Find us on the Weeby Geeks Collective or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And now on Sci-Fi.Radio, Saturdays at 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific, both AM and PM. That's 9 o'clock Greenwich. It's Sci-Fi for your Wi-Fi. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. 
Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.